Hi, I'm Akko. And I'm Marcy. And welcome back to the Color Pages Book Club. That's mm. right, y'all. It's us. Again. Yep. For Again. A weekly podcast. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Uh, yeah. For that bi weekly podcast that focuses on fiction and fantasy and magical realism mm-hmm. written by writers from colorful backgrounds. Ah, uh, yes. Colorful backgrounds, indeed. And mm. today, we're going to be finishing the second half of the sequel of Kingdom of Souls called Reaper of Souls by Rena Barron. And remember how Kingdom of Souls Part 2 was like literally the wildest thing we've ever read? <laughs> I think not even just in the show, but just in life. Um, yeah, Reaper of Souls is really, really competing for that crown. Um, she's coming for it, it too. It, it might have honestly won because... Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even, I feel like the first half we were like, mm-hmm. the pacing, a couple of issues, but oh, overall, great. We get yeah. to the second half and you're like, oh, you should have put half of this in the first pass. Yeah. <laughs> we should have put half of that in the first book. So Correct. Correct. get ready for it because even we're not sure if we got everything. But before yep. that, <laughs> Marzi, I have a question ah yes what is your question friend yeah so in this book and in the first one Mm -hmm. uh aphia and other demons are kind of like locked and the demon king specifically Mm -hmm. are locked in like a box and Uh some people are locked in daggers people are locked in all sorts of magical items Mm -hmm. you are a mystical being Mm -hmm. what are you locked in and how does someone get you out? Oh, that is such a sickening question. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I love that so much. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm like so. This is like kind. Of, oh my God. So I have like a bunch of images in my mind right now. Um, mm. So we're just gonna workshop it live, like sure? I do every two weeks, because it's not like <laughs> I'm ever prepared. <laughs> so I like the idea of. I like that in this book, they did kind of play around with the objects. So it wasn't like, you know, just a box. But like like you said, there was like a dagger and stuff too. So I'm like, okay, so we could really get creative and like do whatever. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking like, I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I definitely appreciate dance and things. If, if you've been listening to the show for more than two <laughs> minutes, um, you likely are aware of this already. So I like the idea of like being summoned by movement or dance like some kind of activity that like makes me emerge and so i was thinking like uh, the first thing that kind of came to my mind which is interesting because i've never i'm I'm not even like a big ballet person but i was like oh like i don't know if i was like locked in point shoes or something like that and like it's like okay if you get like three fuetes or something like that like maybe i just like spiral into existence or like i don't know like maybe there's like a certain like there's some kind of combination or movement phrase that like at the completion of I like summon myself. Ballet came to my mind first, but we could play around with this with any modality of dance, honestly. Sure. That's but I fun. like I like this. But yeah, but I like the idea of like and I think specifically I was thinking ballet because you know, there's a lot of like rotations and pirouettes and things like that. And I like mm. I feel like the spinning movement just feels very like mystical to me like i i like the idea of someone spinning a lot and then like i just like summon from that you know so like that was something that kind of came into my mind and it's like maybe i'm like in a very specific set of like 
point shoes that's like if you find these and like rotated them you know you can do this whole thing or whatever so that came in my mind another thing that came in my mind and this is <laughs> this is like very <laughs> kind of silly but like whatever um sure so quick anecdote i've been taking gymnastics for the past like month and a half and it's been like truly the most like lovely but also deeply terrifying thing i've ever done like truly every week i'm like wow so i'm really just voluntarily throwing my body into what could easily be it's one of its last positions like this is so dangerous like why am i doing this shit um and something in gymnastics is that like there's this little like there's like this runway that's like very springy that people will run down and they'll practice like their flips and stuff like that. And there's like a foam pit that you like jump in at the end. So I was like kind of getting the image of like, because the, the foam pit always looks like water to me. It always looks like you're jumping into like a lake or something. So I'm like, what if someone like ran down this like runway, jumped and did a bunch of flips or whatever. And then like when they land in the pit, I like come up at the same time. Like, I don't know. Like there's something mm. about like a diving in and I emerge that I also kind of like. Oh, so okay. maybe it could like be a, a replacement thing. Yeah, exactly. Like kind of like a replacement type mo- or like a transformation moment. Honestly, that that, mm. that was kind of going through my mind with both of these. So I'm somewhere between either either like a ballet point shoe or slipper and being in a foam pit in a random gymnastics class. (laughs) So like, yeah, but regardless, the, the, the idea is that there's a certain like combination or like movement pattern that would then like kind of have me emerge from that. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. What did you think? (laughs) What what, what, was going through your mind, friend? (laughs) Well, my first thought is that I was like, you know what, though? I think people have used music and dance to summon all sorts of, you know, for better or for worse, maybe to talk to the divine and all mm-hmm. sorts of ways. That's real. You know, so that was a thought that I had. I was like, oh, what if this actually already is magic? Mm. Like, hmm. Thoughts there. Didn't really have a fully formed one, just a thought. Mm-hmm. And then for, <laughs> for me, I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like, Akko, like, are you deeply attached to like the thought that you just had? I was like, no, I'm just imagining. Like, I don't feel the need to strongly tie myself to mm. to what I've just said or to dismiss it completely either. It just is neutrally out there for further thought. <laughs> okay. So I think for me, the one that first comes to mind is that like, I was, I'm thinking of it like as a curse and like you get trapped in like a computer mm. and the way to get you out is to get the password. <laughs> but then my other one was like, maybe you're stuck in a Starbucks like um, coffee cup. And the only way to get that right is for the person to spell the names correctly. Oh God. Because you like <laughs> spell like 10 names in a row correctly. And it's just right. like, I mean, you might be in that coffee cup forever. Um, right. So it's like a Beetlejuice situation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so those are like my kind of like funnier ones the only one that's like I love Sour Patch Kids Mm. and like I feel like if you like eat the Sour Patch Kids in a specific order like red, blue, yellow, green, red Mm. (laughs) blue, 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 watermelon then like I you know emerge only in a a movie theater because you know you have to be eating the the Sour Patch Kids in a movie theater Um, okay so those are my silly ones I feel like my more mystical ones I really like your transformation one Mm mm-hmm I feel like for mine, like you got to climb a mountain to a sanctuary. You got to mm-hmm. get all the lost items. There's mm-hmm. eight of them. Why? I don't know. You have to <laughs> position them correctly. And then like I emerge or or like there's a huge flower or something. And I just come out of a flower or a tree. Mm. Um, and I'm very mystical and magical. 
So those are my fun sci-fi. I mean, I like that. Ones. Yeah, I like you know. I'll grant you a wish or something. I'll, mm. yeah, I'll get you like a rebate on your whatever. Oh, uh, not a rebate! Oh something. my god. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you actually lower my interest rates on my mortgage? I would love right, that would actually be great. Right. It's like you, I'm sorry, you climbed a mountain, collected all the Millennium <laughs> items just to ask for a lower rate on your mortgage. Like Jesus Christ, can we not imagine beyond this? Um, You're so, like, there's actually a sale at the right. Build a Bear, and I was just wondering if you could like hook me up. And I like just missed it. Like it ended like three days ago. Could you like have them like? Like can can you give me the the co- like right the coupon code or like the <laughs> discount code? I w- I would just love to like really get twenty percent off on that like build a bear. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. It's like, it's like that's it. It's like it's like you could have asked for world. Literally anything you ask for a discount at the goddamn build it. Like at that point, I would almost like clown you as the. I'm like I'm sorry. Like like kind of right. like what, what was that? What was old boy's name and um, massive Jin, the one that like fought me and them like summoned and he was like i swear to god if y'all right. call me back for some like ridiculous <laughs> shit like this again it's the end of y'all and humanity so like the whole of humanity. he was like literally all y'all can get it like i will indiscriminately just end this shit for all he was, he was like how dare you insult me with this ridiculous request um right. no you i know, love that and what made you think like what would be the worst thing to accidentally let like let loose and i'm thinking like you accidentally like break a mason jar and like some like very like you know like crunchy place and you get like (laughs) (laughs) you get like the goddess of like obnoxious like kitchen signs and she's like live laugh love and you're like oh my god i'm so sorry who have i released i'm so sorry i released you oh god um that's so funny i love that so much um anyway that's like can you crochet you can't (laughs) and like i don't (laughs) she's like your kitchen it's very poorly designed. And I'm like, I just feel really judged right now. Right. It's like, it's like a petty judgment. So I'm just like, well. But sometimes, this- I, somehow, every time I come home, it smells like like lemon poppy seeds mm. and like baked goods everywhere and like can't be mad. And she's like, oh, this, I just like whipped this up really easily. Like, you're welcome. And you're like, I, you know what? <laughs> Fine fine <laughs> i'll settle for this or oh god worse it's like mm. it always smells like that but they just ran out of the treats it's like oh my god it smells like cupcakes up in here like she's <gasps> like yeah um they're gone but Marcy. i did make them and i'm like wow <laughs> but then like sometimes like they, there is like one left so you never know what it's gonna give more times than not though there's nothing there's nothing oh god or oh my god, oh my god. or like you have some shit in the fridge that you've been looking forward to all day and it's like oh wait not you and it's not like like she eats it all, but like she just leaves one bite. So it's like yeah, still there, yes. but just one. And you're like, it's like an infuriating. Like, you're like, I like, wasn't. Oh. Like I almost would have rather you just like just <laughs> said fucking and just throw it right. Like, like you really just left me two bites. Like this is so disrespectful. Like honestly. Right. I love how we went from summoning demons or freeing ourselves to like the fifth like circle of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> <natural> progression. <laughs> no, that's definitely one of the circles of hell. Um, wow, love that. Anyway, hmm. all right. Well, speaking of, I don't even know where they are in this story, but speaking of transitions, we will <laughs> take a break. And yes. <laughs> when we come back, Reaper of Souls, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wish us luck. Oh, my God. Pray for us. Okay. See you on a bit. <laughs> back woo 
Okay, so the way we're going to do this is like we're going to start with like a quick like Dima memory and then we'll kind of just hop into parts three, four, and five of the remainder of this book. So with this piece, um, there was a memory where um, we start to see just Dima and Daho fall more in love with each other um, Mm -hmm. and they're like telling each other stories. It's like very, very cute. And Dima's like, Daho is so cute and so lit and tells the best (laughs) stories and Mama only got like 60 more years so like we got to find some immortality because like i'm trying this this i'm trying to do forever which is like Mm -hmm. beautiful but also a choice um it's basically like very irresponsible um and so essentially she's like okay maybe i can go to ebon like the orisha of time and like we could like do a little some 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 and the thing is we learn from dima's exploration that basically the orishas are the only so there's the supreme cataclysm which typically remakes people or destroys them i think the best way to explain the extreme cataclysm is like that's like the universe god everythingness and then Mm. everything comes out of the supreme and it's like creation and destruction so it's like what's it called when it's something's not a dichotomy dualism it's non-dualistic or it is dualism it's it's Mm. the one where everything is every two is one okay right might be a lot of things, but it's destruction and creation. And then the Orishas come are like gods that come out of the Supreme Cataclysm and mm-hmm. they're immortal. But right. they're the only things, the only creature beings that are immortal. And then they make creatures too. Mm-hmm. They're quote unquote children, and that's like mortals. Right. Like Cravens are made by Ramek, and like Kore made the demons, and Fra- Fram's got some kids that are fucking. We, wild we, that we'll which we don't. Um, Fram's yeah. kids. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Y'all couldn't have just made them like talking apples or something? <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, oh my God, we're gonna, uh, no, we'll, we'll talk about that. Don't worry. Um, but yes, no, Akko, totally right. And yeah, so, and the only other thing, too, is that the Supreme Cataclysm, like, literally destroys mortals. So, basically, the Orishas were like, okay, we're going to make life, but, like, low-key far from the Supreme Cataclysm, because, mm-hmm. like, that would have been a mess. So, right. basically, we're saying that Dima is, like, starting to question things, seeing if she can add immortality to Daho, which certainly would change the properties of the universe, which is problematic for literally everybody. Yeah. So, this is, so that, that's, like, the first memory we kind of see. Pivoting a so little she's, bit. She's basically like universe hopping. Like basically. trying to find immortality. Anyway, Literally. So at this point, basically, we're gonna we're switching back to kind of more of Ara and Rujek's kind of current day point of views. So we see that um with our last interaction with Ara, she like ran into Tariq like at the bar. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I would like to join your party. And Ara was like, I mean, I guess we do have a fourth slot. So basically, uh Tariq joins the party along with Ara, Sukar, and S9. So, of course, Sukar and S9 are like, Tariq, you mean a traitor to the kingdom? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, why? Like, of all, like, I mean, we really could have added literally anybody else. Um, (laughs) And Ara's like, no, like, I think Tariq is going to be fine. Like, whatever, whatever. And the thing is, like, Ara's like, as they're moving along trying to find the tribal people, basically, Sukar and S9 are very caring of Ara, but Ara is worried that she's like, okay, like, if shit pops off, like, I'm not fully... Yeah. Like, I don't know. I like. Shit. I need someone who will end my life if I. Yeah. I need someone to kind of keep me in check because my mom and my sister were out here wilding. And honestly, like, I don't want to do the same thing that they would do, but like, I wouldn't put it past myself either. So, like, she, you know, there's like this whole thing. So, mm-hmm. basically, the four of them, they're like making their way, they're camping out, they're like looking for 
folks in the tribal lands, they're cracking jokes, dancing, having a good time, cute mm-hmm. reprieve, which of course yes. means chaos around the bend. <laughs> so literally one night they're all vibing, literally dancing and shit, and they're overrun by like a group of assassins. And, like, somehow defeat all of the assassins. Tariq, yeah, Tariq actually saves the day. So, like, we love that. And, like, it was just, yeah, so basically they defeat, they beat the assassins. Uh, if this sounds really quick, it's like, it actually was this was. quick in the book. Like, they were, like, they were <laughs> overrun by assassins. And on the same page, they were, like, the assassins were defeated. I was, like, we love to see it. Um, so, basically, they beat the assassins. And there's a surviving assassin that's, like, determined to kill Ara. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's, like, you got to get the fuck out of here. Ara's basically, like, look, I don't want to kill you. I don't want any violence. Mm-hmm. I don't want no bullshit. But you do need to give us some information on what's going on here. So, we learn that apparently the assassins were sent by one Saran Omari. That's Ooh. right, Ruchek's dad. And there's a group of like 30 more assassins, like yeah. hella close. And so Ara's like, okay, great intel, great intel. Thank you very much. Um, and basically, <laughs> um, he still tries to kill her. So she's like, you know what? Try to try to keep it. I tried to keep it cute with you. I tried to work with you, but see, you got me fucked up. So she Ara did. basically goes around and turns him into what they call an Inzumbi. So essentially, kind of like a zombie-like right. creature, not a Nazgul. Yeah, definitely, not definitely, definitely like an aggressive, not <laughs> Nazgul, <laughs> an Inzumbi. And everyone is like, Ara, what the fuck? Like S and I was like, I'm sorry. Did you just make this person an Inzumbi? Like, girl. Didn't if like if he used to right. do this and RT used to do this like uh, what and then Ara's like although circumstances I feel I mean not don't turn anyone into a zombie but like I feel like the circumstances was a bit <laughs> right. relatable like, it wasn't like she was just like oh you you know Aphia really was just turning people into zombies just to have a play no literally to play with yeah anyway <laughs> no that's true that's true so basically. Ara's like shocked. She's like, wow, like I really just did that shit. Um, so pausing the story really quickly, we see another memory of Dima actually. So she's searching mm-hmm. for, again, searching for immortality, hopping universes and shit. And basically, Ebon, the Arisha of time, Kore, the moon Arisha, and Ramek, the sun Arisha are like, look, Dima, you <laughs> fuck around some corners that you really shouldn't be like, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might fuck around and find out. Like, Ooh. maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not and then like on the first page it says fuck around and they're like yeah but turn it over and it just just says find out (laughs) i think it's like i think dima both fucked around and found out yeah so like basically they were like yes dima please stop fucking around you're really doing a lot um but like in this um they saw these creatures i don't know if these were evon's creatures or like what but basically um in the supreme cataclysm i guess if people die early there are these creatures that like will eat their unused years like from their cause and it like yeah. it like extends uh, other their people's cause <laughs> yeah like it, it like extends their life and shit and Dima's like, oh, that looks like some, oh, that, oh, that could be, maybe a Daho could be like, oh, like, that could be, like, an mm. Ivan was like, girl, like, or please, please do not take inspiration from these, like, right. parasitic ass, mm. honestly, weird ass creatures over here, Dima, like, we have got to do better than this. But Dima decides that she does not really give a fuck. She's like, whatever. Meanwhile, pivoting back. So, <laughs> so, Rutik and friends um, were still in Tamar. And basically, they're trying to figure out where the demons are. They're like, okay, the demons are among us. Shesmu's out here. We need to figure out where the fuck they are. So they're looking through a bunch of records. So again, it's Rujek, Kira, Micah, 
um, Raike, who is a craven, and like Jala and some mm-hmm. other people, also cravens. And basically, they're looking through some records and they realize that this town called Ibiza is just looking hella sus. Like, they had a right. bunch of like sinking ships recently, even though it's it was glowing like, on the map, even. Uh, like, yeah, like, even on the map, like, Ibiza is like written in red text and like everything's in black. And Rujek's like, I feel like Ibiza is sus. And so they like go to Ibiza and basically they realize that Ibiza has been burned down. But as they're walking around, there's a military in Ibiza that's, like, on and popping. Mind you, Ibiza is, like, more in a northern part of Zoran, I guess. Um, And so there's, like, an army there that's, like, on and popping. Mind you, this army and Tamara, they have beef. So Rujik's like, okay, like, maybe we, like, shouldn't have any problems with them. Like, let's, like, just try to, like, not have problems. But then, like, Ramek joins. And then, like, the like, there's just, like, like, there's, like, there's some growing tension. At one point, an arrow is thrown towards Rujek that kind of grazes him with some poison which we'll come back to army of Ibiza in his in his I'm sorry now I'm asking questions as if you read a different book than I did but uh, (laughs) is Ibiza another country I think Ibiza is in the uh, I don't think it's run by the almighty one I think it's like a different country and that's why there's tension because they're like He's like the the leader of the army, I think. I think it's Abiza's army. He's like, Who are you? Why are you come up you know, why are you running up on our shores? Like mm-hmm. you you gotta fight some demons. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, just trying to invade. Is that what's up? I mean, I yeah, I think I could I think it's safe to say that like well actually I don't know, because they, they seemed like so Ramek was at Abiza and was like so the girlies in Ibiza apparently decided that the Orishas were underneath them. Like, y'all just decided that we don't matter. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, mm. it's, he was saying it in a way where he felt slighted. So, I don't know. Maybe Ibiza used to be part of what was considered Zoran, but maybe they, like, I don't know, annexed or became their own, like, country. I don't, I don't, I don't really know that. There's some historical context there that we aren't getting, but I think yes. the idea might have been that they were united at some point. But at this point, they're mm. super not that. And Ibiza, like, hates everything about Tamara and, like, the Orishas and everything, which honestly, same. Um, so basically, <laughs> so like there's like this arrow, whatever that's thrown um, towards Rujek. It like grazes him. It has poison in it. We'll, we'll circle back to this. But otherwise, they don't really burst into like a whole battle. So anyway, going back to Ara. Sorry, y'all. We literally go. We just going to skip, hop, jump. We we just hop, scotch in left to right. So going back to Ara. So she feels terrible about the whole Mzumbi incident. She's like, oh my God, everyone's disappointed in me, blah, blah, blah. She decides to go for a walk. She's going on this walk. She, she runs into none other than Kore, the Moon Arisha, who found the demon box. The oh, demon so box Kore. with Daho in it. Wait, what? I'm just sorry. Like, Kore was just like, oh, hey. Like, <laughs> I, like mm. not even like there was no ceremony or anything. She's like, uh, anyway, here's me with the demon box. You're like, you just just found. You know, with, like, you I, just I, found I, the demon box? The one you've been searching the universe for, the one that you forgot. Like, right. Shazmu's out here trying to find the same box. Like, you just unceremoniously were like, yes. yeah, girl, I found the box. Um, what y'all doing? I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> there needs to be more than this. What? Like, I, like, like, like I'm gonna need more of a reaction, Corey. Like, like, tell Ramek. Like, I feel like she should have been like, I found. Anyway, whatever. No, like she literally like, fine. and just she's just funny dudding with the box. She's like playing around with it. She like leaves <laughs> in the grass to like talk to Ara. I'm like, do not leave Daho's box in the grass. Anyway, Corey out <laughs> here bullshitting. Like- <laughs> right, literally, like they like ants the shit on the box. I'm like ants about to release the demon king. It's a mess. So Corey finds the fucking box. 
Something about Corey's energy is like hella sus. Ara's like, girl, I don't trust Corey for shit. And Dahus, who's in Ara's mind, is like, yeah, girl, I don't trust her either, not for nothing. Corey's just looking mad sus. Anyway, Ara goes back to the camp. She tries to get the Mzumbi person to like, she's like, okay, look, I know I turned you into a zombie. That's pretty terrible. But if you could go back to your assassin camp and uh, tell the girlies that uh, we went in this one direction, just like get them off our trail. Like, that'd be great. Like, that would just be really great. So like, that's the plan immediately like immediately immediately fails because basically Ara and them they went to like the zoo lands to like continue to find the demons and then they were overrun by assassins again but then they defeated them again in like two seconds so like at first i had to check if i didn't just read the same page twice i was like are these new assassins they were new assassins yes anyway so anyway so they defeated like uh, 60 assassins and like pretty much unscathed like i think like s and i got a boo-boo at one point but otherwise i mean everybody <laughs> else was like literally fine um like some Nerosporn and they were gucci so anyway they make it to tribe zoo they find this like meandering crossroads okay the only way i can describe this is like it's like these roads were like hella there was like fog and shit and like you go through them it was magic of in my interesting i thought it was like the stair all you thought they were like physical roads yes i guess that makes sense i thought they were like walking on like strings of like time like there it was like a like an ethereal honestly like, that makes sense kind of like a web it's like ting like everything was like very thin and like you had to walk very carefully i don't know but that makes no sense because they're arguing on the path and if it was as thin as i thought like someone would have fallen to the abyss so I, let's go with yours let's yeah. go with you but i think i think it's <laughs> helpful to think of the crossroads as like kind of on Zoran, but also kind of not because like mm. for events that we'll get into later because there was really a part where i was like where the fuck is this was, is all of this happening like where are we in the planet um so yes so basically there are these crossroads that like are very specific and they're kind of like illusiony so like if you follow the wrong path you'll just walk around in a bunch of circles and they realize essentially that the that the the tribal people who were in zoo um and also in other tribal lands as well use those roads to kind of confuse the demons like they were trying to like get the demons off their path they left the tribes early before the demons could show up and they wanted to like use the path to like escape and make it further whatever Ara knows all of this because one she's magical as fuck two she still has that like zoo mask from part one so she's like that's how she's like (laughs) deducing all of this she's also i feel like she's just the the plot demands it and so Ara knows right so Ara just knows everything (laughs) also while on the path Ara's talking to S9 not Sukar but S9 and it's like Mm -hmm. if it ever gets too dangerous you must leave you have someone that loves you Kira you must protect yourself and Sukar is like wow so I'm really just like chopped liver (laughs) like that's so funny so S9 gets this like really intimate interaction and like Tariq's like yeah girl honestly like I would be slighted by this so like Tariq and Sukar like wow smh so basically so they're on this like path or whatever and then basically like the gate between worlds the gate between worlds opens up and Ara's like okay we going inside shesmu and the demons and the tribal people gotta be inside oh because important context Ara saw a memory where the tribal people went on the crossroads and like the demons were following them so the demons like kind of know what's up so basically she's like okay we have to go into the gate to like save the tribal people whatever so they go into that is this whole thing. Pausing Ara's story for now. 
pivoting back to Rujek. So remember when Rujek was in the north and like talked to like the people in Ibiza and got attacked by that like arrow or whatever? So like that's happening and Rujek's like definitely poisoned. Also, Ramek shows up in front of Rujek and like proceeds to spill all of the tea, including but not limited to the fact that one, Tariq has joined Ara's party. Two, Ara and friends have been attacked by assassins not once, but twice. <laughs> and three, twice. the assassins were sent by none other than one Soran Omari, Rujek's goddamn dad. Which is funny because I thought that would have become a much bigger plot point. It kind of didn't, honestly. But Rujek's like, wow, my dad's hella aggy. And I have sending assassins, girl. Like, that's <laughs> wild. Um, so Rujek's naturally, like, super pissed. And basically, yeah, understandably, yeah. So he's like really upset about the whole thing. He's also poisoned, so he's like, okay, I need to like sleep and heal and like whatever. So he like falls unconscious for like a few days. Basically, Rujek has this like second in command. His name is like Ducktay or something like that. Ducktay apparently irrelevant, irrelevant <laughs> as fuck. Ducktay wow. apparently like found the demons or whatever, and so he was like, okay, I know Rujek's asleep, but girl, like we gonna take a little battalion of people and we gonna attack the demons and single handedly body it and then. And of course, they got bodied instead. Um, like everybody died except for Duck Day. Um, so Rujek like wakes up and they're like, Yeah, so girl, like everybody died. Um, trying yeah, to fight the demons. It was kind of I mean, it was given very short shrift in the story, but like all of Rujek's army died. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it was like a third. It wasn't like everybody, but like basically everybody. Yeah. They yeah. got, and the Cravens didn't show up because they're like, ooh, Rujik's our leader. Rujik's down for the count. And you're like, I mean, he'll probably wake up. Well, don't you think he might be a little bit? <laughs> right. But they're like, mm, sorry, that sounds like forethought. And we don't, I guess we don't do that over here. So. No, the Cravens were like, this seems like mortal girly problems and we don't have time for this. So, yeah. So that's how parts really the book ends. So going into part four, sorry. So going into part four, um, we start with a memory of Dima and Daho, where essentially we kind of see what happens when Daho went to try to avenge his family. So again, for context, mm-hmm. Daho's parents were killed by his uncle um, because power, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. So essentially, Daho's family was one that was all about maintaining peace and sort of like a social safety net for like the kingdom that they lived in. It was actually really peaceful, but then essentially, I guess people wanted like more power. So they like usurped them. And like it was this whole thing. Um, And so basically Daho and Dima go back to the, I think the place was called Griege or something like that. Like the town that like Daho grew up in. Um, And they essentially kind of start this like resistance group. They're like, okay, we're going to like overthrow the bullshit um, and we're going to like take power back. And so in this, Dima was like, okay, I think I have a technique also to make sure that Daho stays alive forever. Here's what we're going to do. So the pe- so the weird creatures that were like eating people's cause and like adding years to their life, like Dima like gave that appendage to Daho because she's like, oh, like this is, this like isn't more immortality, but it's like the closest thing to it. So like whatever. So Daho's like, bet. So basically Daho and a bunch of other people start fighting the like, I guess the new kingdom folks. Um, and because Daho's like basically immortal, like he essentially wins this battle. Kore and Ramek are absolutely disgusted. They're like, Dima, what the fuck have you done? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And Dima's like, teehee. So Ara went through the gate of time with Tariq and friends, and it's like immediately, like immediately, immediately a mess. Um, imme- what gets me is like how many different places they can jump to, and it's all just like on fire when they get there. Like it's literally never not on fire. So <laughs> what happens is that like Ara and them go into this like 
dimension and like there's these like vines and shit that like try to like swallow them whole and like fuck them now, up are they on the deep oh, sorry again me interrupting because i don't understand are they in the demon world like is that where they ended up i aloria or are they in a third place i think I, they're in the demon world i think i think it was Alora. i think it was Alora. Yeah. I okay, this think. is actually making more sense the more we talk about it. Okay, continue. yes. <laughs> so, so they're like in Alora, I think, and basically they're like walking through. Sorry, in the movie of this, it's like the bottom tag. It says Alora. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they're like going through. They're like almost getting de- like destroyed by vines. Um, Sukara's like Ara, I love you. And then, like, before he even, like, finishes his sentence, like, he gets, like, attacked by demons and, like, thrown into a river and, like, it, it just immediately dies. So Ara's like, fuck. And then Tariq also got killed by demons. And Ara's like, damn. She's like, not my whole party getting, like, TKO'd in, like, two minutes, like, SMH. So Esnai runs off to get some help. And Ara's like, girl, I guess I'm fighting these demons, child. Right. So Ara's, like, fighting demons and shit. Tariq, who died again five minutes ago, approaches huh. her and is like, like, isn't it cruel how the Arishas treat us, right, Ara? And, like, Ara's like, oh, I think Tariq is the demon king! And, like, I, again, I'm fu- not fully sure how he landed there, but that's basically, like, she's like, yep, <laughs> the demon king is alive. And oh, Marcy's, like, flipping the pages back. Wait, but... I don't, whatever, <laughs> we, we, we must move forward. <laughs> so, basically, she, Ara's like, the demon king has been released and is now taking the form of Tariq in his body. Oh, my God, what the fuck? Um, and, basically, Basically, we learned that like Athea released the Demon King in book one, like literally like a whole book ago, yeah. and that the Demon King has been like fuddy duddying in Tariq's body ever since. And he wants to release Athea because he's like, oh, Athea released me. I got to release her from the Demon Dagger. So that happens. So Ara's like, wow, SMH. So pivoting into Rujek's part of the story uh, again. Um, so we see sort of like the aftermath <laughs> of like everybody dying at the like battle or whatever. Yeah. And basically the second in command, um, Duck Day, like Rujek's like, wow, look at you just looking all <laughs> injured. Oh, you look real. Mm, looks like you got mm. your shit handed to you there, bitch. Look like, that. oh, that's so funny. So you just want to go out on a battlefield without Rujek. I'm the whole mm. prince. Like, but okay, girl, like that was the choice. But look at you. Look at a mess. And he was like, well, Rujek, I don't know. Personally, I want to be talking shit because I feel like he got some secrets because I don't know. Oh. I'm looking at Jala. I'm looking at Raike. I'm looking at mm. Fadi and all them. These are the Cravens, by the way. He's like, I'm looking at them. They looking a little None sus. of them look human. He's like, he's like it's giving they trying to be human but they're not um and Rujik, <laughs> even you kind of sus i don't know i right. just feel like serana mari me like, and her I saw you hit by that arrow Tuh. what happened there and you're just alive four days later with no medical care make it make sense mm. and Rujik's like i mean <laughs> like, let's just and it's like <laughs> look how many soldiers are not, like do we have time no like and, like literally they were like everyone's literally everybody died like please like do not have this like patty spat um <laughs> By the way, at this point, Ramek shows up because Ramek is truly mess incarnate. Um, shows up and is like, <laughs> "Hey, girlies. Um, yeah. So, like, just give a quick update. So, Ara and them went through the gate. Um, also, it looks like the Demon King got released. And Rujek's like, "Wait, the Demon King got released?" And Ramek's like, "Please don't interrupt me." He's like, "Anyway, so the Demon King got released, but the actual LOL. It was in book one. Like, y'all started this whole book thinking that the Demon King was still in the box. She wasn't there. Literally outside. SMH. So Rujek's like, "Wow. Like, I've been tricked. Like, the the." Demon King wanted to split me up from Ara. I gotta like go mm. back and find her. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So at this point, Ara, we go back to 
to Ara's point of view. And essentially she's like talking to the Demon King in the body of Tariq. And he's like, you are the only one that can bring back Afia because you killed Afia with the demon right. dagger and because you wielded the dagger. Only you can bring back. And Ara's like, oh my God, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Fuck, I guess I'm the chosen one. Oh, like y'all just making up properties out of nowhere, <laughs> but whatever. That's true. <laughs> so that was not in the last literally game. was not, wasn't canon, whatever. We're, we move mm-hmm. on. We move forward. And basically Daho, aka Tariq, walks mm-hmm. over and is like, Ara, um, I'm gonna make this interesting for you. So you see these tribal people over here? And Ara's like, oh my God, the tribal people. And Daho's like, yeah. So if you do not bring back Afia from the dagger, each hour that passes, one of these people will be killed. So choose wisely, Ara. And Ara's like, oh! and then Raike, one of the cravens, somehow is in demon land. Um, Like p- literally, I-, I swear, I promise <laughs> I'm not making this shit up. Raike showed up out of nowhere one of the cravens from rujik's team tries to save ara but then basically gets attacked and like immediately killed and it's actually really terrible so yeah that happens and so then daho's like that was cute anyway now that Raik is dead ara i need let, let's go back to the a plot here i need you to i need you to release afia real quick i just feel like they really just introduced her just to throw back out of the store like was, actually like, oh, yes yes she's gonna save the day and then it was like done i was like what oh okay i was like okay and then it's like i was like Raike! <laughs> and i was like did we like i, like, I was like, ara, like i'm sorry like i don't want to take away from your moment um but do we know Right, enough <laughs> to care. I'm not sure if I. That we do. I I'm pointing to my eye. I am not sure if I care, but <laughs> that's you, Ara, and not me. Because look at me, not in the story. So you know what? Uh, mm. Who am I? Truly. After the, uh, the Red Key perishes from the tail, to no one's like shock and awe, <laughs> we flash over to <laughs> Dima's memory. And we find out she, so she and Daho have been living together for seven centuries, not one, not one through five Come and on. not one through six, but Come actually on. one through seven, seven centuries together. whole centuries. Whole centuries. You would think, we don't need immortality. We've had enough. Like, we've had our 700, I'm, I'm like, oh my God. 700 years. Seven hours right. with a man. I'm like, oh God, where's the Uber? Um, right. so, and also like, were the stories that good, Dima? Were they? Anyway, let me not not true love. Let me I mean, listen, let maybe people are in love. I don't know, child. Right, right. So anyway, <laughs> Whatever. They are. <laughs> <laughs> They're in love enough to have, to have a child. So, so Dima is now pregnant and she gets a visit from Corey who's like, now I'm just going to point you over to uh, Marcy and Akko's um, side commentary. Did you need to though? Like, did you need right. to? And she's like, I need did too and she's like so you do know that it was enough that you already gave your immortality to a bunch of demons who are my kids by the way just so we can point that out there uh, it's a, a part two is now the supreme cataclysm is just destroying everything because this baby is upsetting the balance right and Dima's was like mm, mm, mm. and and Cora's like Dima are you are you listening and she's like mm, I heard you she's like putting silverware away she's like, I definitely heard you but what I'm not gonna do is anything about this baby. Right. Dima's like, what so, I don't is care. It's Corey's like, right. that didn't even make sense, but whatever. Like, <laughs> so flashing by, that's a flashback. Then we go back to present day Ara and she's, <laughs> but basically Tariq is still like, bring back Afia or else. She's like, all right, all right, all right. I'll go into the dagger. Did not know. Akko and Marcy are like, she can go into the dagger. Right. Go into the dagger. I'm sorry. When was that property explained? Let's continue. We move on. Right. So she goes in. Afia's over there. She's Afia's literally like, like filing her nails. She's like, oh, good. You showed up. Oh, I'm glad to see you. 
um, locked me in here, thought I was dead. Turns out I'm in a dagger. And she's like, yeah, hey, isn't this dagger supposed to be filled with demons? And she's like, what do you think happened, burps? I ate them. Like, <laughs> you left me in here for so long with no, like, you were never coming back. And I was like, yeah, I was not planning to come back. No, you were correct. I was, I actually was going to start a magic shop in my father's house. Who's not your father? He's the father that you... And my mom turned into a puppet to release yeah. your demon father. It's like, mm, heard you, heard you. Um, want a cake? And I was like, no, I, I don't want a cake. Um, and he was like, cool. Well, what if I, here's proposition. What if I, you let me out and I kill a demon king? And she's like, I don't believe you, Avia. She's like, yeah, you're right. You probably shouldn't. So yeah. I release the dagger. Avia's <laughs> like, she, yeah, grand bullshit. Like. <laughs> she's like, I'm not going to lie to you. Right. I was fully so, about to just bamboozle everybody, but you got truly. it. <laughs> so Ara leaves and tells Tariq that Avia is doing well and that she um, loves him or something. And Tariq's like, lies. She never would have said that. So he kills a Milani woman. Oh, and God. it's actually really sad. And Ara was like, okay, 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 okay. You're right. That's a lie. But Avia is in there and she is alive. That mm-hmm. is the truth. And then Ara realized like the Demon King seems kind of weak. Like he hasn't been able to use magic, or at least she mm-hmm. hasn't seen him use magic since I mean Tariq's not over here casting spells or anything. Right. So so she basically like takes a dagger and shoves it closer to him and he like recoils. And then she mm-hmm. has like she's like, wait a second. Right. You're you're not the demon king. <laughs> Tariq's like, dun dun, you're correct. It's <laughs> literally just Tariq. I'm sorry. It's just I, Tariq. <laughs> I just like like Ara. I'm sorry. I, I literally this. I like it, this. Like threw me out of the universe. Ara, li- Ara was like, oh, like because at first I was like, oh, when Tariq was embodied by the Demon King, I thought, okay, right. like the eyes are glowing green, like uh-huh. it's giving very much demon. And then Ara yep. was like, I realized that Tariq's eyes were never green, and he kind of just just like feel it looks the same. I'm like, <laughs> right. so he just said, I'm the Demon King with a slightly <laughs> deeper voice, and you believe? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have six chieftains inside of you, and he you threw me out of the book. I'm you, not gonna oh lie. my god. I Literally, I was like, how is this a gag? I don't... Oh my god! Oh, that's not the type of mistake he should be making. <laughs> I swear to God, he's either I... the demon king, and also I was like, this is a very odd plot twist. So Tariq's like, no, I'm just little Tariq. I'm Literally not. just Tariq, and demon king at all. But um, oh my god! So it turns out that Athia <laughs> came to Tariq and was like, "Yo, here's an offer. Do you want to like overthrow your brother and your and your father?" And Tariq was like, "Yeah, I I want power." So it's actually unclear how much Athia was controlling him or not. Like maybe a little bit, maybe a lot, but he it was did given. Con- I felt like she didn't really control him at all like she was like oh do you want power and he was like yeah that's enough um right and then they start yeah maybe it wasn't at all i I just i'm trying to but he she did give him okay so then basically they start a relationship which i just i do want to point out that ifia was like i know she was in the woo woo come on come on on, speak on it come on it's, it's, she's actually not that old. Yeah, come on, a couple <laughs> months. Is like a full, yeah, a like couple technically months. is like a like not even a real. Anyway, I know time works differently in the time space, but in this time space, we don't condone. Also, at the um, oldest, what Athia yeah, looked as old as Ara, who's what sixteen, yes. seventeen. Yeah, exactly. So Tariq, Tariq's, uh, what the fuck? Granted, he's the younger brother, so maybe he's actually like also Sh- a teenager. I mean, girl, I get, a oh my god. Yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And, Tariq was actually, and so Athia, and this speaks to her immaturity, was like super upset that Ara chose Ridjek over her. Mm-hmm. That doesn't speak to her immaturity, like you can't be upset, but like she doesn't understand. She wants her big sister and she's like very um, possessive, right? Because mm-hmm. she's yeah. young and she loves her. And so she was really hurt by Ara's behavior. And so Tariq was like, go sleep with her man. That was Tariq's idea. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, 
what? So it's anyway, there's something there about like, so like Afia is very powerful, but very socially immature. And mm-hmm. that was kind of taken advantage of. So moving on, um, <laughs> suddenly, oh like God. while they're fighting, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, here we go. It's about yep. to get crazy. Buckle up. So like Tariq's like, I- I'm going to kill you, Ara. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, Sukar comes back dripping in water, kills Tariq. And then the demons, like, I, I don't know, there's demons, the demons are fleeing, but they're turning back into the tribal people. And it's just like chaos, chaos. And you're like, I want to, there's like so many things happening, but I just want to point out that Sukar has died twice this, now and has come back. Twice. Also <laughs> twice. Sukar got thrown into a building, came back to life at the beginning of the book. And Sukar also died in a river, what, 10 minutes ago? And like, she's like, Sukar! And I'm like, I'm sorry, how did, didn't half the party get chopped? And like, right now everybody's right. back, I guess now, except for... Tariq, who is actually dead at this point. Yeah, um, who's gone forever, in theory. We don't even know. This show is another book. Honestly, so. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Tariq came back, because um, he also went into the Demon Dagger. So, and you know what? Let me not spoil. Let's actually keep going. I, I was going to say something that was going to be too much. We continue. And so basically, Sukar and R got to figure out how to fight the demons. Meanwhile, Rujek is fighting the demons, plus the Zisnorians who have uh, teamed up with the demons, because why not? They just showed them in the story. Why shouldn't they team up with the demons? And they're losing because Rujek has no army and, like, nobody's right. alive Like, anymore. it's, like, literally and just Rujek, so... It's really just him and old boy who's, like, half already not even in the fight <laughs> and then micah gets knocked out and is ko'd for real and you know he's not a main character so you know he's not coming back while they're fighting Shesmu <laughs> does not up. have the plot armor doesn't have doesn't the have range the <laughs> like sorry <laughs> <laughs> while they're fighting Shesmu shows up because why not jesus christ and so the fighting continues they're fighting some more oh by the way Shesmu has half of eben's power because Daho, uh, Daho and Shesmu together fought Eben and took his power. So that's why he has a gate that allows him to just show up. Anyway, the fighting continues. And then during it, somehow they managed to thrust a demon soul into Rudrick. So I guess the anti-magic wasn't really working for shit. Right. <laughs> so so now Rudrick is low-key, is, is half-possessed, half-anti-magic, half-also-risen from the dead. Also might right. be the Demon King? Because it's unclear what demon is now in Rudrick. And the yeah, Demon King point. wasn't in Tariq, so... Right, could be anyone. Who even knows? It? Is, is it Aphia? Who knows? <laughs> Truly. So then we get another flashback. And Dima is basically inviting the other Arishas to her and Daho's home to try and convince them that the baby thing is not that bad. And we meet the other Arishas, but like it's for the most part irrelevant because they never come up again. Mm-hmm. Except Fram, who gives this like ominous remark where they're like, you're not the only one who's had to give up their children. Mm. So basically all the other demons are like yeah we're not siding with um, all the other Arishas are like yeah we're not siding with you on this one very obviously Kore and Ramek actually did not show up mm-hmm. because we learn when the meeting ends that they actually were attacking their kingdom yep. so they like aligned with like the Ando- Andoans who yes. are their cousins yeah the and- Andoans are like cousins of demons they're like basically yes. the same but like subtle differences um so Ramek and Corey were like so we're just gonna use the Andoans and attack where like where Daho and them are from we're gonna attack the demons um yes yep because so- they were mad so they were mad 
And so then another Orisha who is not relevant except for this one point tries to fight Dima mm-hmm. and Dima turns her into a dagger, which is the demon dagger, the 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 reaper or whatever. Yes. And um <laughs> Which was an origin story. I'm sorry. Like, did we need <laughs> we Alua? Need did we need her backstory? Like, you know what or I mean? If we like did, I, we needed her in part one. Like, yeah, we needed yeah. when we had capacity. But um <laughs> 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 So then Shesmu basically comes in. This is Shesmu before he becomes like the right hand man, Aphia's dad, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's lost his daughter. So now we have the origin story of why he's so obsessed with, with you know, Aphia and, mm-hmm. and having a daughter come back to life. So Dima's like, this is all getting too complicated. You know what? All the demons get immortality. Everybody, everybody's got it. And you're like, Dima, I think we're making poor choices. She's like, I don't care, Akko. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we return to Ara, who is conflicted in fighting the demons because they look like the tribal people. Mm-hmm. But she's like, we got to do it. So she's using the demon dagger, which is actually an Orisha, a fine, to mm-hmm. like <laughs> cut them down. This is the Reaper of Souls, which is the title of the book, right? And sending them <laughs> to the dagger. And, <laughs> yeah but yeah it's a it's very intense a very intense scene she finished it they're, they're dead they're done it, they, everyone's like woo we did it we won woo we did it so she and Sukar have a moment and they're like talking and dancing and being married but then she's like I'm sorry I can't be with you and yep. then Sukar slips up a little and says something and she's like wait a second hold on hold on and then Sukar like smiles or like smirks and is mm. like, you figured it out. I'm actually, and you're like, please don't be the demon king. The demon king. Sukar <laughs> is the goddamn demon king. And you're like, wait, what? And she, and then Ara's like, what? And then Marcy and Aqua were like, what? And then Otis the Pigeon was like, what? And Pigeon was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hazel was like, what? Like, every- <laughs> just everybody. Right, all the way from season one was like, wait, what? So apparently Sukar has never been alive book two Sukar hasn't been here Sukar died in book one back when the demon king was actually released back in book one correct this has been the demon king the whole time and we're all sitting here like now we're as confused as Zara. and you're like what so the basically demon king decided to take Sukar's body after death mm-hmm. and kind of like i don't know um convince ara or like they had a, it was a way to get close to ara right and then he had one of his generals be in the the box that corey hid and had, had another general or person go take over rujek so everyone's yes. <laughs> everyone's possessed except for who Sukar, who's just not alive and if anyone's uh, confused <laughs> basically the point where the demon king slipped into Sukar was at the very beginning of the book when after he got slammed into that tower during the battle with Aphia and like we thought that Ara healed him the demon king just slipped into Sukar's body then so that's yes. what we mean by like he never actually came like like he came back but it was the demon king so yes yes so here's the climax conclusion here we go get ready so Remek comes to fight Shesmu because Remek is basically the one who makes every the, the plot continue right and Remek um, is like with <laughs> R- Rujik and them at this point they're all going to converge soon, I promise. <laughs> yeah, so Rumek comes down. He's going to fight Shazmu. Rujek is determined to kill the demon inside him and save Ara. So he's having an internal battle with himself, which really aren't we all. Right. And then Ara and Donald <laughs> Relatable content. Yes, Rujek. <laughs> About what they're going to do. Because she's like Dima and she's slowly falling in love with Daho. But Ara's like, but I'm in love with Rujek. And also Daho's kind of awful. He keeps doing awful things. Like Literally. you killed all the tribal people. And he's Literally. like, I didn't tell Aphia to kill all the tribal people. She she just did that. I can't control everything that your sister does. And she's like, oh my God. okay, we're not doing this. So then he's like, oh, are we? And he takes them back to the lake where they met. And he has Fram, 
the ratio of life and death locked up in some chains because you're like Daho, you're really not proofing your point you're really not making a strong case for us being together right anyway but he's like well we should kill fram because they killed our daughter and also killed you you being dima and ari's like i'm still ari and he's like mm-hmm dima <laughs> <laughs> like, like even daho's like Child, I don't know what to call you at this point. We are even like, <laughs> do we call her Ara, Dima? Like, they're like I mean, kind of the same at this point. I feel like Daho's like, I'm going to keep calling you Dima because I don't, I, I do not care about you, the mortal you. Right. Anyway, Ara says, um, I don't want to kill Fram. And I feel like Dima also wouldn't have wanted you to kill Fram because my memories are telling me that way back in the day, she did stop you once from trying to kill Fram. And Daho's like, mm hmm, mm hmm. What? And she's like, okay, let's just go see Bridget. Oh my the story God. needs to convene at some point. Mm. So <laughs> Daho, who also killed Eben, opens a gate and takes R and slash Dima <laughs> to go see Bridget and Ramek and everybody in Aloria and they're fighting the demons and the tribal people are there. And it's just a mess, y'all. It's everything it's... you could have imagined. Also, uh, b- by the way, Kira and um, Esni reunited at some point during all oh, of yeah, this. So like yes. Esni never actually died. If anyone's like, wait, didn't Esni run into the forest and never was heard from again? <laughs> It's like, no, she was heard from again, but we just never saw her, like, have speaking lines pretty much after right. that point. Right. But at this point, all sorts of characters are dropping off. So then Richard is <laughs> oh one of the demons, but manages to defeat him internally. Um, and Daho is furious because, one, he's just lost his general. And then, two, Rujik is what is standing in the way of his love for Dima. So Rujik has got to go. Literally. So... Basically, Daho traps Ara and all the Cravens, and um, except for Raiki, who was killed. Raiki, <laughs> right. a pillar of <laughs> light and anti-magic. And he's about to kill Rujik, too, when Rujik offers that they have a sword fight, like men. And oh for reasons that no one can understand, Daho's like, yeah, that makes sense. I know we're in the middle of a battle, interspace, intertime battle. But yeah, no, my ego... <laughs> Right. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Daho, literally Rujek was on a silver platter and you're like, "Mm, let's have a sword fight. (laughs) Like, kill him! I'm sorry, you've been in a box for 5,000 years and Rujek is here vulnerable and you're just like, I'll give you a fighting chance, girl. He's like, sure. Daho ain't trying to win for real. Daho bullshit too. Right, right. He's just playing around. This is what happens when you're around for 700 centuries. You just lose the plot. Like... So they start fighting, and for reasons no one understands, Rujik can hold his own for a while, but then, like, even the story's like, actually, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so Rujik obviously loses. Right. Correct. <laughs> but then Ara, like, runs. She's like, no. And then, like, Ramek's descending into the sky. Um, oh, my God. I don't know. It's wild. So then they break out into this, like, anime-style battle. Like, Ramek tries to kill Ara because, like, that would get rid of Dima. And then Kore hops in and is like, actually, I owe Ara, so I'm not going to let you kill her. You're like, owe her for what? She's like, well, one time I forgot my money <laughs> at the transit station. <laughs> she lent me her card. Ara <laughs> gave like, me an extra swipe on the MTA. I just really appreciate right. that moment. You know, I really She's had to like get to Brooklyn. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> So Corey and Ramek are battling it out. Corey and Ramek now, the sun and the moon, are fighting, by the yes. way, just for context. Mm. Um, Rujek is still dying on the sidelines. Um, SNI is living her best life. She's fine. Right. And not Raike because Raike was killed. Um, right. So, <laughs> like... And not Micah because Micah is also <laughs> <laughs> And also not Tariq, who is... Who is also dead. Um, um, 
Well, anyway, so then Daha opens up a gate and an army of demons surrounds the battlefield. But I, from where? I don't know. From how many? Who cares? Because also, and weren't we in Alora already? So where are the I demons coming from? Early. They got gates and gates and worlds and worlds. Oh, my God. So then Fram decide, descends from the sky, too, still in chains. And Daho basically runs behind them and is like with a pillar of light sword. And everyone's like, literally everyone stops. Like the whole battlefield stops and is like, Daho? I know that you don't listen to reason. And right. I know that you have done all sorts of stuff. And I know this book doesn't make any sense. But Daho, if there's <laughs> one thing that we know that does, does make sense, <laughs> do not kill Fram. And Daho like goes, hmm. Nah. And does it anyway. And just kills Fram, beheads them. Right there and then. Which at this point, Fram's children, which they have been keeping back inside of themselves, suddenly just like come out of their body. And they're basically this like horde of destroy everything like creatures. It's like as if Aphia was a creature. It's like that, basically. Except like, just... like even less, like with less mind. Like That's they, fair, yeah. They, like they, they don't think. They just are going to destroy yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> literally everything which also begs the question why the fuck was fram harboring these for like i truly why are these your children like i'm so but i guess it's kind of like the way like the same property because like fram is life and death right like so that's death all of death right it's something that just Mm. destroys everything like whereas the mortals are all life right like and the balance would be like mortals dying but Mm. if you're gonna have if we're gonna be giving your immortality to everyone you know Mm. Aphia, dima then like you know like things are like then death becomes this uh, also this insatiable thing right yeah the balance is there anyway so um that was a really beautiful analysis that makes a lot of sense thank you oh thank you my heart <laughs> um so basically everyone's like okay everyone's gotta go like everyone we all gotta figure out a way out of here because this is, <laughs> this is even daho's like girl what have i done oh my right. god <laughs> right. like, even daho was like i regret my decision he's like i'm kind of shook like he's like girl i'm kind of scared Ooh. like i gotta get the fuck out of here so the demon daho makes up a little gate and sends them out and ara's like hey if you don't want me to die, you need to make one for us to get back to Zoran. And and Daho's like, yeah, yeah, fair. So opens up a gate, sends them back to Zoran. I don't know why Daho wasn't like, they can leave, but you need to stay with me. He doesn't do any of that. Unclear. Anyway, so they're back. They're they're back in the northern area. They're back in Zoran. I guess that means they're back in the city. I don't know. I think they're back in the in Ibiza, actually. Ah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Which was funny because I thought they were like low-key in Ibiza for like, 10 chapters and they're like we made it back to Ibiza and I'm like wait so we weren't in Ibiza <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like when the fuck uh yeah so right while they're debating where they geographically are located Fujek is actually still dying <laughs> literally dying so Ara's talking to Dima and Dima's like I can save his life but I'm gonna need you to give me something and she's like haven't I given you enough and Dima's like give up no. your magic <laughs> right and Ara's like um, and she's like, oh, I'm just watching Rujek's soul just continuously go towards the supreme cataclysm. So if you just want to, if you want to take a break and think about it, you got time. She's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll mm-hmm. give up the chieftain's magic, give Rujek back his life. So Dima gives Rujek back his life. Ara no longer has magic. Oh Rujek God. is alive. So I guess that's which love. I'm sorry. Something. I I love love just as much as the next girly, <laughs> but. <laughs> 
We know that Daho's returning. We know that Daho's yeah. going to take the demons and come back to Zoran. This is only just getting started. And I'm it's sorry, Ara, you gave up your whole, like, the uh-huh. only, th- like, you had yes. six chieftains she magic did. inside of you. Now she has no magic. And you have no magic. Now there's no Sukar. There's no Mike over down like three cravens. But yeah, no, you're right. But you it's made okay the right because Ruchek's still here and y'all can like mm-hmm. make out now because like his anti-magic Piss. doesn't like stop you with your yeah. magic. Like, mm-hmm. which is the most important thing, I think. So fuck the like <laughs> demon reaper apocalypse that is truly, I mean, it's only a matter of time. Uh-huh. Yes. So we get a final flashback. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we see that <laughs> that the Orishas didn't kill Dima's child. Actually, she released her child and then made herself forget, kind of like Corey did with a demon box or whatever. Mm, yeah. Moments before Fram came, um, all those years like ago. And it turns out the baby's name, <gasps> dun dun dun, is Hekka. Oh my That's god. That's right, y'all. Hekka is an Orisha. There is no separation between magic and the Orishas. Between magic and the demon magic, it's all the same magic. What? Which makes sense because Hekka was real quick to be like, oh yeah, I'll totally give up my magic for to Artie. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. the demon king's your dad. So you had incentive. It makes sense. Okay, yeah, that explains exactly. That. It all starts to make sense. But Daho doesn't know that. So in the epilogue, we see Daho and Shesmu, and they're bantering and they're like making a plan because Daho like has no other goal but to get Dima back, mm-hmm. which I think on its own level is like a very interesting, beautiful story that's gonna destroy everyone. But anyway. Mm-hmm. So he decides that the best way he can do that is by eating Hekka's soul because he apparently doesn't know it's his kid. Yeah, and mo- mobilizing the Reapers and the killing Rijek. Rijek seems like the least important part of this plan, but he's in there too. Like, like- section five, <laughs> kill Rijek. <laughs> but like not directly. Like if he kills Rijek directly, like Ara's going to be sad. So like someone else has to do right. it, you know? Yes. And then to put the cherry on top on the end of the story, oh my it all god, up with oh a my bow god, because oh my god, I'm going why to not? Sc- we need a book three. I'm literally going to scream. <laughs> they bring back Aphia. That's, <sighs> that's right, y'all. Aphia is back in the building, out from the demon dagger, I, like licking her fingers. I'm literally satiated. <laughs> Finish. She to said, "Throw up." <laughs> she said, "Y'all took too long." So. Ayo! <laughs> wow. Aphia, first of our name, the unbothered mm-hmm. is back. Wow. I just, <laughs> I, when R went into the de- the dagger the first time and like Aphia was like, you can bring me back and I'll be killed the demon king. I was like, please leave her dead. Please let Aphia just stay <laughs> in this damn dagger. Like, just leave, like, do not resurrect a- Of all the resurrections, Aphia? No, girl. No, no, but no, but she's back. We kind of love to see it. We kind of did. I low-key do love, I, I'm kind of yeah. glad Aphia's back. Not, not Honestly, the, the five the five pages where she was in this book, I was like, oh, this might be my favorite part of the book. No, like, low-key was kind of fun. Also, shit, I mean, at this point, shit, bring back Artie. Like, fuck it. Like, honestly, like, yeah, it, it, just bring back sure. everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> we spent the whole book. Resurrect them like Dragon Ball Z. Over no, here. literally. Right, so. Oh, my God. We, we could, we're we getting into the discussion piece now. So let's let's take a break. <laughs> um, Give you all a break. And we'll come back and discuss, I yes. guess. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Um, I personally just took a nap. Like, even I paused the podcast <laughs> and was like, I'm going to take a nap because literally, what the fuck? What is so happening? let's just um, talk about our feelings and thoughts. Right. 
Because that's really all we have. I mean, that's truly all we have. <laughs> so at this point in my life, like, obviously, okay. <laughs> so the ending, you know, it's so funny because I was like, was Kingdom of Souls more chaotic than Reaper of Souls? And I actually think Reaper of Souls somehow took the crown. I think yes. Reaper of Souls is truly yes. the most chaotic, the most truly. chaotic shit I've like, ever. Like, to the point of it being kind of kitsch. <laughs> like, like I, I was like, is this iconic like like i'm, I'm still yeah. like honestly yeah. it's i don't know rena baron i don't know what the formula is i don't know it what what ingredients she found but she has found a way to yes. make these stories that are so outlandish but like they you work. you live and you, it just works and like i cannot explain it because marcy's right on a on a pacing level on a story level, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. Correct. It, when I say that I thoroughly enjoyed this book. Oh, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed this mm-hmm. book. <laughs> absolutely. Sorry, no, absolutely. I, I literally feel the exact same way. I was like, I was listening through like audiobooks. And honestly, I think it was one of those things where I was like, Kind of like with Kingdom of Souls, I was like, just suspend belief, like just suspend belief, just be in, the, just be in the world, just be along for the ride. And honestly, I was like, what a ride! Like I was literally just like, wow, like this is all like. First of all, everybody died and came back, so that was interesting. Also, just mm-hmm. like, just like the constant goops and gags. Like first, Tariq yeah. is the Demon King. Sukar is the Demon King. Right. Was it Rujek for a second? Like it was just like it, we were constantly running around playing, like just like. There was such a like, I don't know, there was something about this story that I feel like it, it was interesting because I feel like Kingdom of Souls felt more like it's chaotic, but we're laughing. And this felt like chaotic, but also like this book is also really tragic. Like, honestly, when yeah, you look at even yeah. like Ara's mental health and just her state, like I'm like, Ara is not well. Like we no, like there is so no. much going on and like there is so much just destruction. She's also and death an that orphan at this point. Yeah. She's- she has no parents. She has no parents. Yes. Her sister, like, it's just like she's like she just lost her childhood friend who's been lying. To, like the demon king, that is pernicious behavior. Yeah, like she could not. You have just like taken over her friend's body and pretended to be him for. I mean, the whole book, literally <laughs> like, the whole book. Like you gained their trust, SNI's trust. You messed with their memories. Mm-hmm. You messed with their emotions. And now it makes sense that in book one we were like Sukar and Ara really didn't have that energy. Like mm. you know, we were like, where is this coming from? Like, are, right. they just, are they just throwing in a third male lead? But no, they're not. It's just the second male lead in a different body doing whatever he can to get with Ara, and you're just or not Ara with Dima, mm. and you're just like, this is who that is. That is very evil behavior. Yeah. And I think Daho, honestly, it's so weird because like I I feel like Daho, I actually really like Daho as a villain. Me too. I feel like Daho Me is too. so Daho is like the worst type of villain, in my opinion. Because he is so like he's so charming. Like and also yeah. a lot of it is like yeah. you're seeing it from like Dima and Ara's point of view, which is definitely more sympathetic to him. Emphasis on Dima for sure. But like he's so tender and like sweet and affectionate and like ultimately he well i mean started out as like a very you know he was just he just wanted to like avenge his family that was it honestly he himself was just escaping a lot of tragedy and uh, and really a lot of what made him be at the receiving end of the orisha's 
fuckery. Fire. Like he didn't really have much control over. All he did no. was fell in love with Dima. Dima was the one. I mean, and, and I don't want to blame all, put on the blame on her either. Obviously, everyone here had agency and made choices, but like he was kind of just like the ball being thrown around between the Orishas in a lot of ways. He's locked yeah, away in this yeah. box for 5,000 years. You're like, what the fuck? And you come back and like, I feel like Daho and Ara actually have a lot in common in the fact that Agreed. like, it's like you experience- Or even Artie, right? Even Artie, like, yeah. Being used by people in positions of power to get what you want with mm-hmm. very little, with little disregard for mm-hmm. their, you know, like, okay, so your creations are mortal. They, they still got feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Like Corey, the parent of the demons. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just, um, it's strange because it's like, there's so much, when you experience so much heartbreak and hardship and, and, and trauma, like, it makes sense that being like, well, at least with Dima, I know I'm safe. At least with yeah. Rujek, I know I'm safe. I can yeah. be held. I can be supported. I at least have a, a an exhale somewhere. And it's yeah. funny because I look at I, I I was literally when I was like listening to this book and I was like, wait, Ara seriously gave up her magic in the wake of a demon apocalypse? I was like, yes. When you say it like that, that sounds terrible. And However, Ara, who else does she have? Who else does she have? Truly. So she's like, listen, I'm I'm going to give up this magic that is only at this point just brought bullshit to my life and just lead a simpler life with Rujek and just like have some some modicum of normalcy in my life. I can't really blame her for that. I honestly cannot. So it's kind of like Nason and Shez. What was it? Shafa. Shafa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you're like, yes. Is Nason's relationship with Shafa bad? Yes. Tell me who's on Nason's side, Come on. and then I will like I will sit down. Come on, same here. Like we, I know we dog out a love story, but like seriously, who else does Ara have? And Rujek's mm. over here. I mean, his dad who dropped off in the second half. He wasn't really there. Literally, I don't think he even had a scene. <laughs> like just completely no. fell into obscurity. No. <laughs> so. Which is wild because the Vasir was over here having all sorts of plans, but um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just to your point, like who who do they have? And it it, it kind of makes me wonder about morality mm. because with Dima and Daho, like if we take it outside of like we are humans and mortals, and so we probably immediately sign with the humans and the mm-hmm. mortals. Dima and Daho are doing basically what what everybody else is doing, right? right. They're fighting for theirs, and uh, and the mortals are fighting for theirs, and the Orishas are fighting for theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's just going with their self-interest like daho's all of daho's it, i do like that character design like you know what daho's motivation is mm-hmm. he is in love with dima and he wants dima back and he doesn't want the avatar of dima he right. doesn't want he and, and and that drives all of his behavior mm-hmm. um and it's a compelling reason it's not like i can I can, you know, knock his reasons any more than I can rock. I mean, like, Ara just killed a bunch of demons. In the yeah, literally. <laughs> so she could get back to Rujek and her family. That's not any more moral. Like, we were past mm-hmm. the realm of moral, not moral. And, you know, and I, I just think that's very compelling. And, and, like, to your point, right? Like, in a way, this is a lot about how people have not thought things through. Um, mm-hmm. And people have wanted things. Corey wanted a creation with these demons everyone has their wants it really fran was the only one who had to restrain their their mm. children like everyone else was just kind of doing what they want like what happens when we all just do what we want right and so it, i i i really found that compelling and interesting 
Also, can I mention that the the, the descriptions are okay. The okay. pacing wild. Mm-hmm. The the story plot here, there, everywhere. The world building, the the originality of the creatures and the people and the faces, the way Corey is described, the way Ramek mm-hmm. is described, the just the characters themselves, the landscape, the magic. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough how much I love it. Yeah, I I think for the first time I'm going to criticize the editors, and I'm going to say the oh. editors did not understand what Reyna was writing because mm. and because they did they didn't understand they just took their hands off of it what Reyna needed was an editor to be like this needs to go in the beginning because i see where you're going but we just mm. need to pace this i don't think this black woman got the editing assistance that she needed i'm gonna say it yeah <laughs> because this story is so creative and so beautiful that i just don't know how anyone read this and didn't think to like workshop with her about how to get this paced correctly because i truly think the originality of this is like out of this world yeah quote me on it okay sorry continue oh no absolutely i just i just wanted to add on to that because honestly i know we like dogged out alua who y'all are like who alua's the one that dima got into that fight with in one of the memories or whatever mm-hmm. and the one that she turned into the demon dagger that mm-hmm. description i so i literally rewinded that scene because it described it described basically so the thing about the orishas is that they can take mortal form but they are naturally incorporeal like they don't actually like have a body right and so it's interesting because um in that battle they described dima as like diffusing from her human form and turning into like a maelstrom that was like speckled with like ash and like little pieces of gold and like she would slam into Elua, who I forgot what her form was, but like whenever she did, Elua would like dematerialize into like a bunch of moths. Like it was so weird, but it just was so beautiful at the same time. I'm like, this image yeah. is so visceral. Like I like this is such a like, co- like I'm like, because why why would you be bound by yeah t- like a typical sort of I guess magical battle. depiction or battle right? Yeah. It's like you all are Orishas. Y'all can literally take the form Do of anything, anything. Yeah. or like how the fact that like. You know, sometimes Ramek would be have will have a body. Sometimes Ramek was just like shifting like shadows like in the corner of the mm-hmm. room, like just shit like that. I was like, these Orishas are terrible, but also bad bitches at the same time. Like I cannot, yeah. I have to tip my hat. Like y'all are yeah. sickening. Like I, don't, I just like I it's yo. I I totally agree. I think the descriptions truly, honestly, like was just part of why I was like, okay, this is like, yes, I don't fully know where we are in the world. It, like the pacing is interesting here, right. but like, I don't know. I can, the, I can be along yes. for the ride. Cause like, I'm, this is like, it's so beautiful to like, just kind of hear how the story is being told. Exactly. It's like delicious to play in. Mm-hmm. And like, even the way that Dima defeats Alara is like, basically takes their gaseous form and like cr- makes her solid. Like, mm-hmm. she, I think she describes it as like a spider webbing. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Until like, and like so basically like turns her from a gas into a da- a dagger like how dope of a description mm-hmm. is that like and like what a way to win a battle you know like mm-hmm. if we're incorporeal as you said like i'm only saying as you said because i didn't think of that word and i didn't want to make it sound like I, <laughs> i'm super smart <laughs> um, but um like how do you defeat that right and dima is so knowledgeable about being an orisha that she knows how to defeat an orisha which is why the orishas are like ara can't stay because dima knows how to defeat <laughs> alora's a mm. dagger <laughs> like, um so I, I really 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 liked this story for that i say i would recommend it for that alone to read it for that reason alone i agree um no i totally anyway. totally agree 
Sorry, the Vasir is gone though. The Vasir was not in the story. Um, yeah. Okay. It's, well, yeah. It's <laughs> it's interesting because um, I I will say one thing that I did want to see more of. Well, also, I guess let, let's say on the Orishas for a second. You know, I again, I, I this is why I like book clubs because I feel like it gives me a chance to really like process shit. As much as I don't like the Orishas, I also it is interesting to see the embodiment of principles of the universe and how yeah, oftentimes yeah. we just consider like just the world we live in, right? There's a lot of just hapless circumstance and tragedy and 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 disaster that just happens, right? You know, it's like and it's like you can't ascribe a moral lens to a lot of the things that just happen, especially with these Orishas representing various elements and things like that, right? It's like terrible things just happen, you know? And so it's mm. interesting how I feel like when I, as I sat with the book more, I was like, okay, I'm thinking about the Orishas as if they are like actively choosing harm when really what's happening is that they, to their, to their defense, I mean, the fact that I'm defending the Orishas, I can't, but whatever, like they, like they have principles to the world that they have to uphold. And Dima did kind of fuck everything up when she was like, I'm just going to grant immortality and fuck up the balance of everything. So it's like, if your job is to maintain the principles of the world, knowing that those principles, yes, keep us mortal and alive and are also chaotic in nature too, also can lead to a lot of suffering as well. It's like, how do you find that balance? How does that inform your moral scope? No, you're right. You're right. Because what Dima did, like we cannot keep playing this game. We understand that the mortals are, they're going to die either way. But if you destroy everything, there are no more mortals. Like Mm. we don't get to do this at all. If this great cataclysm eats everything and stops creating like, Mm. so it's like, we understand, we don't, it's not like no one understands the tragedy of losing the love of your life. But girl, you got 700. Come on. (laughs) You couldn't have just, anyway, I, I, I agree with you, right? Like when you think of the erasures as not human, and I think this is really cool to think about. I know, like, I don't like, I don't know how sentient, you know, I know based on modern science, I understand the planets are not alive. Mm -hmm. Okay. I get it. But, and space is not alive, but there is a way of thinking that plants are sentient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's sentient. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to just be like, nothing's sentient. Everything's just rocks. Like, we're just soil. We're sentient, too. Like, mm. I know we're more than soil. But my point is, like, <laughs> <laughs> someone's like, science with Akko. <laughs> no, but I guess what I'm saying is to think of planets and the stars as sentient in their own right. Like, what is more morality to a planet? but morality mm. to a solar system right like if a, if a black hole completely decimates a solar system you don't say like it was mean <laughs> right you know like so like we turn the orishas into anthropomorphic beings or hell it's kind of cool that they can go between being anthropomorphic and mm-hmm. non-anthropomorphic but like that doesn't change the fact that their reasoning and morality completely is completely different from ours, you know? And it's right. kind of cool, right? To play in that that world, um, you know? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's fun. I think it's imaginative. I, I like what you said is what I'm saying. I'm oh, yeah. drawn out way. <laughs> no, thank you. And, and honestly, it makes me kind of reflect too, because it's like, okay, it's often, I mean, obviously our own sense of morality puts us first as people, right? So like, for example, in the yeah, same way that like, yeah. if I'm walking down the street and I like step on an anthill accidentally, like, 
and I just keep walking. Yes. It's like those ants are going to be like, bitch, what? Like you just fucked our whole shit up. But like, I'm literally going to mm-hmm. not give a fuck. So it's it's interesting because like even just when you think of scale, like how yeah. much mortals can do versus what an Orisha can do. They're like, chow, you over here pressed about a boy that's going to die in 50 years when you've been alive for seven yes. millennia. Like, girl, who cares? Fuck yeah. him. Like, like it, it makes sense why they're like, I don't care. Like, I literally don't give a fuck. Right. Um, because, yeah. It's like, it just, that's like us trying to destroy the whole rainforest because my goldfish died. Right. I'd be like, get a new goldfish right just get a new goldfish <laughs> which sounds harsh because we're human and we don't I, i'm not i don't want to be the equivalent of a goldfish <laughs> right but especially when they're like oh the supreme cataclysm just remakes things right like so the spirit of this person can just be reincarnated into someone else just find yes. that person and just like love them throughout generations like shit like, like do what you did now just don't have a kid yeah and don't give them immortality like <laughs> and don't have them eat souls god damn <laughs> oh my god why don't not give them eternal youth? Like, give them eternal youth. You can live the equivalent of a human demon life together. This is also why I feel like the demon king. I'm like, why don't you just let Ara live her life and then die? Yes. Dima's going to come back afterwards. Like, I don't. <laughs> and that's the gag. That's really the gag. I'm like, Daho, you've been in that box for 5,000 years. 60, 70, 80 years. Is it but really. Then- now that I think about it, though, I think they have to still, they all, Dima and Heka got to be eaten by the Great Cataclysm so that every, the balance is restored, right? Yeah. So I guess, I'm Dima sorry. do got to go, like, OD. Yeah. She does have sorry. to get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, she actually has to be unmade. Um, yeah, they did say that. They did all say that. So, so <laughs> yeah. The Supreme Cataclysm is literally looking at everybody. And it's like, I don't know about any of all, Raike, Micah, <laughs> all, I don't know about none of this. But one thing, two names I got on my list. Dima <laughs> and Hekka. Bring mm. the asses here right. and we'll be good to go. They're like, everyone else, irrelevant. But these two, they need to come to dinner. Listen, so. don't talk to me unless you got these two, period. Like, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> Supreme Cataclysm. We love to see it. Um, but it's interesting. How come no one wants to challenge? I mean, I know this is maybe, what, maybe this is too much, but like, no one wants to challenge the Supreme Cataclysm? Hmm? That's I think the Orishas are like, girl, that's above my pay grade. Uh, <laughs> honestly, we don't get paid for that. It's like, I, I mean, they, that the, I feel like even, I mean, even the Orishas are kind of terrified. Like they're like, yeah, we're like powerful and shit, but I mean, the supreme cataclysm made us. So like, right, right. How's that gonna do. work? Right. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, well, humans did buck up to y'all, and right. Did something, but maybe so. there is a point where the buck stops. And maybe yeah. that's a great cataclysm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't call it the minor cataclysm. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> right like the footnote cataclysm i was like no this is actually like a, like an a plot like super important cataclysm so i don't know and then maybe maybe like to your point about understanding like maybe we're wrong like maybe we're gonna get buck with the supreme cataclysm and the supreme cataclysm is like i literally am everything right <laughs> like, i you think you know more than me that knows everything and you're right. like okay all right well you know what i'm just gonna take my piece i'm just gonna take my piece Yep. <sighs> okay. Well, we don't have any predictions because the book's over. But, yeah. Um, We're definitely, we will definitely be reading the next one, though. Like, I think oh, it's called absolutely. Master of Souls. I think it's the absolutely. last one. Yeah, it comes out this year. I'm, uh, or no, early next year, I want to say. So, it hasn't come out yet? 
I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's early next oh, year, which is perfect because next yes. year we should be good to go to read it. So we'll not see. Not us being timely. I know. Oh my God. Not us I'm reading so new excited. books. Wait, are we like book influencers? Like new published works? <laughs> like, mm. so. Uh, we're not. But um, do, you have any, <laughs> do you have any predictions of what might happen with Ara and Rujek and all of them? Oh I mean, since- God. I feel like at this point... I mean, even in this book, I was like, Ruchek gonna get the chop. Ruchek about to be eliminated. But then that plot armor is thick. So yeah. honestly, at this point, I mean... We don't know. I feel like ultimately, Dima and Daho and Heka. I feel like they all are gonna probably be unmade in the next book. But I feel like they're gonna do some kind of weird fusion thing where they can just like mm. all like eternally be together or some shit like that. Like, I feel like they're going to yeah. really negotiate with the gr- Supreme Cataclysm and be like, look, can we work something out? Like, can we, can yeah. we strike a deal? <laughs> like, I feel like we're going to reach something like that. But honestly, friend, I truly have no predictions. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. Like, yeah, I just, right. Afia, like I have no, like I, I will say, I think I'm going to, I'm going to put my money on RT. I'm going to, I feel like RT really? is not fully. Cause I really thought Afia was done. I was like, Afia done but she came back i don't know i feel like I, something I, tells me rt is not over i feel like rt might come back i don't know we'll see i do think if he's gonna do like i do think first of all if he's my favorite character so i'm i'm jazzed that she's coming back oh my but God. um <laughs> i do i think there's gonna be an aura if you like reconciliation something that mm. like I don't know who someone's going to finally like get to Afia where she's like, oh, I get this human thing. You know, like there's going to mm. be, I see it for her. And I, I actually really want that, that story. Um, but I guess she could also stay chaotic and I would love her too. So. Right. Like user Honestly, if someone were to do a painting of Afia, I'd probably put, I, Afia, I feel, I, that girl and me are like, no i <laughs> and honestly shit some of the even the, some of the descriptions of ara and reaper souls it was giving afia a little bit like some hey, of just little the, bit. Like, mm-hmm. i don't know i'm with mm-hmm. you though something about afia she is so like oh god i just I, like i'm sorry you went into a dagger and afia ate all the demons oh Everyone. my god an icon i can't Everyone. oh my god i'm and then she came and she was like what did you think would have happened if you left me in here did you think, do you think i was just gonna she literally came out of that dagger and was like, took y'all long enough. And I'm like, I both hate that you're back. And I also cannot wait. I'm so excited. I <laughs> literally, I'm honestly, like, I hope Aphia goes for the Vizier. I hope that she just, honestly, like- <laughs> I hope that, I hope that, I hope Saran joins her kill count because honestly, Saran has uh, got truly. to go. How he, how is he a villain? Like a, a, a little V, like a lowercase villain. And yet he causes so many issues. Like so many and I'm like, I'm sorry, Micah got chopped, but you're still here. That's weird. Right. That's strange. But you're still here. Whatever. Over Whatever. it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I do want to say on last point, like, the, there was really good characterization in this book. Mm-hmm. Not for Reiki, who got killed real quick, but for a lot of the characters, <laughs> there was some really good characterization. I know that was like a, a failing in the first book, and I think she really brought it in this book for yeah. the characters. So. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right. Well, if you have <sighs> thoughts about this book and the sequel and the you know whatever afia the vizier mm. whatever twitter at the color pages <laughs> i was like can i get creative and i was like i got nothing instagram at these colored pages if you thought that intro was trash email these color pages at gmail.com <laughs> but like nicely just be like i kindly hey in the inbox just wanted to let you know mm. trash outro and right. i'll be like you know respectfully what? I feel it was trash it's like thank you <laughs> Yeah, and you can check out our website, which is beautiful, thesecolorpages.com. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. And of course, if the show brought you any love, light, delight, mm, yes, please feel free to leave us some love wherever you're listening to this podcast, which could be Apple Podcasts or、mm-hmm. not. <laughs> But regardless, we love a rating. We love a review. I know、we、Spotify、do. gives you the chance to leave some reviews as well. I, I know、does. a few of you have been leaving reviews, so we definitely, definitely、mm-hmm. appreciate it.、Um, also, if you know someone in your life where you're like, you know what you need? Chaos. And then say nothing because truly what words could be described? Like, how, how does one describe <laughs> what the fuck just happened? If you need this and you just like gesture towards like, A gaseous state、oh, to, like, to the side of you. Like, just hand this episode to them, just send them the link, no context. None. And then、Give、just、none. honestly, sis, take a nap, take a nap, take a nap, <laughs> because really, we all need it at this point. And then when you wake up, then throw your phone into the sun, and then hopefully, Romek will catch it.、Um, because all of that's going to really help our show to grow and be even, even better. Now, next time, we're going to be reading something that is going to be very. Dist- well, distinct, but also kind of timely. Timely. Very timely. So, next time we're going to be reading a book called Fresh Banana Leaves Healing Indigenous Landscapes Through Indigenous Science by Jessica Hernandez. So, super excited for that. Definitely different for our show, but we're hyped to get into it. But between now and then, Akra, are there any other things we should leave our listeners with before we head out? No, just until we meet again, remember to. <gasps> Stay, Stay colorful. colorful.